Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so enthusiastic to have you here today. We have a brand new show today, as always, and it's Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Today, we are dealing with the in-laws. How do you cope? Now, difficult people can come in all walks of life. But it's particularly annoying when it's immediate family that this person is. How do you get through the wedding? How about the holidays and reunions? When this person invades your personal boundaries, what is a person supposed to do? Let's find out how not to let this person run you. Uh Uh-huh dealing with the (laughs) in-laws. That's what we're talking about today. If you want to chime in on this topic, please do so. We'd love to hear your comments and uh, situations that have happened to you. How did you get through them? What does this mean to you? Make, Make it all happen, right? I'm sure you've got a story to tell, and I'd love to hear it. So call us at 951 922 3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about relationship red flags. Yep. Money, activity level, friends, family, commitment level, sexual frequency, education level, honor, and more. We discussed all the possible red flags that might come your way and how to nip that in the the bud, right? So important. So we laid it all out and we, we discussed what the common deal breakers were and how you can avoid being in a situation like that. So if you happen to to have missed last week's show, so easy to find. All you have to do is Google the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, same name as the show here, and you can find my mobile app. And then from there, you can listen to any and all of the archive shows to catch up. If you're not on my mobile app, you can also go to TuneIn and SoundCloud to uh, do your archive listing. All right, so make that happen. All right, let's uh, jump back into today's topic, dealing with the in-laws. Now, what is this all about? (laughs) Uh, By the way, I want to give a shout-out to um, Al from Inglewood, California, who mentioned uh, having this topic, having this as a topic, and I wanted to thank him for that. By the way, if any of you want to recommend a topic or a special guest that I should have that's related to men's issues, um, just shoot me a Facebook email, private email, private message, I should say, and uh, tell me what's on your mind, and I'll try to see if I can make that happen. All right? Okay. So in counseling, many adult clients come in struggling to connect to their parents. They feel that their parents just do not respect them. So, and they don't treat them as valuable, worthwhile human beings, and they continually infringe upon their personal boundaries. Now, there can be many different dynamics at play here, including the following. So maybe the parents or in-laws in these examples who treat you like a conduit to get something that they want, which can be anything ranging from money to time with the grandkids to someone to just listen to their complaints or bad-mouthing about other people. Oftentimes it includes the other child's siblings or the other parent. Now, Parents who treat you like a small child, taking over your life and doing things for you, even though you ask them not to, boy, that's what we have to deal with. All right? Okay, let's see where we're at here. That's what we have to deal with. So, <clears throat> um, you know, it might, look, it might show up as a parent who undermines you in front of others, um, maybe they are dismissive, uh, they dismiss your perspective, and even laugh or mock you. 
who needs to put up with this horse puggy, right? I mean, it's just so annoying. Um, parents who tell you things that you don't want to know or ask probing personal questions about your life. Personal things like sex, finance, details of their intimate relationships or yours. Maybe you have a parent or an in-law who wants to gaslight you and deny you of your reality. Now, this frequently happens when an adult is struggling with the aftermath of growing up in an abusive, neglectful, alcoholic, or otherwise dysfunctional home. And then the parents throw up their hands saying, hey, it never happened at all, which is what gaslight means, that you're accusing somebody of something and the event never happened at all. <laughs> How do you deal with stuff like that? It's pretty crazy. All right. So it also might show up as parents who constantly compare you unfavorably to others. Maybe they're comparing you to the siblings or the friends of the family. Or, heck, maybe they're even comparing you to your own spouse. Out of control. So parents who passive-aggressively infringe upon their children's boundaries uh, by saying that they forgot that the child prefers to be called before visits or agreed not to purchase the train set for your child's birthday because that was going to, going to be your present. Boy, how undermining is that, right? So have you guys experienced some of these issues <laughs> with the crazy in-laws? Because we're going to tackle these things once and for all. Maybe you've got parents who argue with everything you say and always have a reason that their life experience trumps your knowledge, your preferences, or opinions. Now, these are just a handful of the common dynamics, and they can occur with parents as well as step-parents or in-laws. Now, oftentimes, there are personality disorders um, at play here. Sometimes they might be they might fall under the category of narcissism and borderline personality disorder. Sadly, there is usually no way to change your per parents' personality. However, there are numerous ways to reframe the situation, to process and grieve for the parent-child relationship that you don't have and to move on in more healthy ways. So, why does this occur? Oh, gosh. I guess it occurs because maybe they're attention-seeking. Maybe there is something in their life that they're just not getting and tag you're it, and they, they need to get their needs met. Maybe there is a deficiency in their life in some way, and they be, because they have age and stature over you, they feel like they're going to lord it over you. So maybe they were made insecure in certain areas by maybe their parents or their family member or it could be a boss or it could be a neighbor, it could be whomever. And guess what? Tag, you're it. They're going to make your life miserable because of their insecurities that they haven't yet dealt with. What's the best way to target in on this in-law situation? Boy, you got to enlist your spouse. That's the number one best way because, you know, your spouse has the history with them, knows their personality, and if anyone can step in between the two of you, it's your spouse. Now, the problem is a lot of times the spouse won't do that, and you're left there all by yourself to fend for yourself, which is all well and good. We're going to talk about, you know, what you can do, excuse me, what you can do to intervene to make that happen. So let's talk about how to tackle these problems and uh, we're going to talk about that when we get back from the break if you've just joined us you're listening to the men's advocate show with me your host linda gross today we are talking about dealing with the in-laws so you can call in on this topic 951-922-3532 again that number is 951-922-3532 9229223532 when we come back from the break let's find out what the goal in the relationship between the two of you is all right we'll catch you right back after the break
Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I'm so happy to have you here today. We are talking about... Dealing with the in-laws. Yep. Why is your mother-in-law in your face? Um, you know, she's angry. She wants to throw her weight around. She wants to do a power trip on you. But let's beat her at her own game. You know, she's probably feeling a little insecure. She's probably feeling like she's lost her child to somebody else. That child is no longer in the family. Possibly, um you know, your spouse moved away from this mother-in-law. Maybe you're 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 miles away, and she is missing having um, her child closer to home. You've taken her away from her. Whatever her power trip is, you know, she's got something going on. Most likely it's not you that she has a problem with. She's got... She's going to be the big bad wolf because she's got insecurities of her own. When I say she, it's usually a she. It's usually not the father-in-law doing all this, but it could be, could be. Um, you know, women are oftentimes more emotionally driven, and this is an emotional issue. Um, you know, can a father, uh, can a father-in-law be the troublemaker? Of course, usually when the father-in-law is the troublemaker, usually there's money involved or lack of ambition. They think that, that you have lack of ambition or maybe your career choice isn't good. Usually uh, they're going to attack something related to the protector-provider role, which the husband typically does. So um it's a little bit less emotionally charged, and it's more in the realm of the category of the protector-provider role. They just don't think you're it or doing a good enough job or that you measure up to their daughter or what have you. So anyway, several pitfalls to look out for, but uh, let's focus on let's figure out what your goal is in the relationship now many people say that their goal is just to get along with the in-law right i mean come on it's hard enough to just learn your own spouse the first year let alone you've got to learn everybody else that's connected to the family what their hot buttons are and what their cold buttons are um you know it's just all a big learning curve so now, you might realize after a certain amount of reflection that it that their secret underlying goal, the in-laws underlying goal, is to get a parent to act, 
apologize or just to acknowledge uh, their poor behavior or maybe to just validate their feelings or even even to act as the child always wished for. Well, that's very wishful thinking. Um, they're not going to validate. They're not going to apologize. They wouldn't be on this power trip if they were going to do any of that sort of thing. So I, I would not waste too much time on hoping they're going to change. I mean, you can't change them. Their behavior is set in stone. But what you can change is the dynamic. So you can change you, and if you change you, it will ripple down to how they interact with you. So basically a lot of this has to do with, you know, figuring out what your boundaries are, what you and your spouse's boundaries are, and to be open-minded to hear what the in-laws' boundaries are. So maybe by knowing, you know, what your needs are and their needs are, maybe you can, you know, get some happy medium in between the two. Maybe there is a way to come halfway and come to an understanding that if XYZ event occurs, here's how we have both mutually agreed to handle it all right so whatever it is you and your spouse need to make those goals and stay with those goals and connected to those goals and not argue argue or flail in front of the in-laws because that would be a bad thing so if you're going to change your mind or redirect that goal you know take your spouse down the hall into a private room have that conversation and come to a new page when come to a united front when you actually address the in-laws once again so you and your spouse have to be bonded much like how you would handle a child the spouses uh, the parents handed before they make a presentation to the child otherwise the child will pick up on whatever those weaknesses are and use it against you. So the in-laws are going to do the same thing. So don't flail in front of them. If you're really not sure, take it down the hallway, get on the same page, and then come back as a united front. Another good tip to do is try to figure out where whether or not your goal is uh, attainable. Because... <laughs> If it's completely unattainable, why even go there and stress out over this, right? So figure out first with your spouse, is the goal attainable? Now, here are some ways that you can figure this out. Ask your spouse, friend, sibling, or therapist, do you think mom is ever going to admit that she stood by dad uh, while dad screamed at me every night, or do you think I can get along with mom if I make every effort? The answer should provide some insight. So if this is absolutely not an attainable goal, it's not something that you should waste your time over. And I don't think that's really great advice. I think it's better Rather than trying to use your effort to change the other person, I think it's more important to change yourself. So the more confident you are, the more you're on the same page with the spouse and you're a united front, those efforts are going to be rewarded. So I wouldn't waste any time trying to assume that you're going to change this in-law. All right. Next up, let's see. Now, if your goal is not attainable, decide whether or not you'd like to modify it and keep the relationship or hold on to the goal and end the relationship. So this is sort of like a, you know, like an end-all measure. So if the, the goal is not attainable, you just have to either let it go and after repeated tries or repeated amount of years and the offender is still doing the offensive thing, you have to see whether or not you and your spouse want to cut this person out of your life, which is a very hard decision. I recommend, like if you've done everything under the sun and you cannot come to the same arrangement, 
why not let's agree to not discuss this particular topic? So let's say, for example, if the point of content contention is who won the last election, and if you can't get on the same page, maybe the two of you, meaning your spouse and you and the in-laws, just say, look, no discussion of politics at the dinner table and just let it go because it gets too volatile, too heated. You don't want to hear what they have to say. You don't want they don't want to hear what you have to say. It's just not working. Right. So just agree to disagree and let's not bring it up, especially, you know, on a topic like politics. It's not life and death. It's it's something that you can live without live without discussing with regard to the in-laws. So just make a pact that you're just going to not discuss it. And hopefully they will sign off on it because I'm sure they don't like the aggravation of uh, talking about politics either, no sooner than you do, right? I mean, if it's not something that directly affects you and your family, um, I, I would just let it go. I mean, just agree to disagree. You know, if it's something like, you know, what uh, what soccer league Johnny should play on and they've got your vote, you know, they've got their vote in a certain way and you've got your vote in a certain way. And if it's something that you just can't make an agreement on, maybe um, you let the child, depending on his or her age, make the decision on something like that. Or maybe you make a third party make the decision maybe there's a family a trusted family member whom you respect like uncle eddie or maybe it's uh sister jennifer or whatever um and both parties like sister jennifer maybe you let that person be the deciding factor or worse comes to worse if there is no such person like that in your immediate family maybe you toss a coin <laughs> i mean again if the issue isn't life or death like what team Johnny's going to play on uh, maybe you toss a coin and you know just settle it that way it's just not worth getting everybody in the family all riled up for something that's you know just shouldn't even really be dis you know discussed alright makes sense alright okay so if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about dealing with the in-laws. Uh, you can call us at this number, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about setting boundaries, how to do it, how to be effective at doing it, and why it's so important in your relationship with this troublemaking parent. Okay, let's get it done. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, and then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. 
Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about dealing with the in-laws. How do you deal with difficult people? Yeah, you got to deal with them at work. You got to deal with them uh, maybe in a retail setting when you're trying to buy something and they're just, you know, idiotic salespeople on the floor or whatever. Maybe you're trying to deal with a company that you're calling and they're hassling you with regard to your insurance and you just can't take it anymore. So all these things come with our day-to-day stresses, but you know, to deal with this issue on a personal level when it's an immediate family member of you or your spouse, boy, oh boy, it can really take a toll. So um, before we hop in on this topic, I just wanted to let you know that we have now opened Henson Brewing Company. We are opening with uh, limited hours in the beginning and we'll add more hours as we get busier more hours and more days as as we get busier. We're Henson Brewing Company. Check us out on Yelp, Untapped, Facebook, Twitter, you know, all your favorite social media. It's out there. And we're open from Thursday, Thursday and Friday evenings, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and come for a visit. The beers are delectable. We specialize in English-style brewing as opposed to German-style brewing. Um... Anyway, you'll really like our ales and IPAs and stouts and porters and everything in between. So come out for a visit. We'd love to see you. Mention that you heard us here on KMET 1490 AM, and we'll comp you with a free gift, okay? Make, Make that happen. All right. So anyway, back at today's topic, set some boundaries. Now, boundaries can both take the uh, take the appearance of being and emotional. So here are some physical boundaries to be aware of. Visits will not involve anyone sleeping over. <laughs> so, you know, they, they come at 5 o'clock to have dinner and sure they stay a couple of hours, you know, for appetizers and then the dinner and Meanwhile, before you know it, it's 11 o'clock at night, and now they want to have a sleepover. So, you know, of course, if they've been, if there's been drinking involved, I wouldn't set them on their way because I don't really don't like to have them drink and drive. Maybe if this is a an occasional occurrence, uh, that might be one thing. Maybe if it's an occurrence that you're okay with, that might be another. Maybe if it's pre-planned. Maybe they uh, are coming Saturday with the understanding in advance that they're going to sleep over so you can get that guest room ready or what have you. So I would say discuss it over with your spouse to see what makes the most amount of sense um, and then go with that. If if it is a drinking and driving issue, maybe you can uh, have them come over with a Lyft or Uber and then send them home with a Lyft or Uber, depending on if they live close by. And, uh, you know, that would solve that. Then then there's no excuse with, you know, who's coming and going and who's staying. If, that, if staying over is going to be an issue with your family, maybe it's not an issue at all staying over. And that's fine, too. So, again, I would check this one off with your spouse, see what the two of you are comfortable doing, and then come up with a game plan to execute that okay next up i know some couples get annoyed um that if there's too many phone calls 
So what is your ideal amount of phone calls with the in-laws? Is it once a day? Is it once a week? Is it every other day? Like, like what is it, right? And so that answer might change depending on who the recipient of that call is. Maybe if they're calling your spouse, meaning your wife, Maybe once a day is appropriate because they don't need to talk to you, the husband. They're only calling to talk to the wife. So if they're formerly used to call checking in once a day or, heck, even more than once a day, if the two parties are happy with that, just let it go. Um, now, if it's doing something that's infringing on your time or space, like you're missing you know, Johnny's game on a Friday night and that's when they're calling – uh, you know, again, talk it over with your spouse. Maybe that phone call, not that it's um, excessive, but maybe they just aren't aware of what would take priority in that situation. If you just mentioned that, hey, Johnny has a soccer game every Friday at 7 p.m., so please don't call during that time, we can talk to you either before or after or, hey, whatever, how about the next day? How about Saturday when there is no game? So, Again, just be really clear on what it is that will make you that will make it work. Like I say, most of solving this problem is about confidence. So you want to put something out there that is going to stick. And in order to do that, you can't really think on your feet. You got to be on the same page with your spouse and then enforce the rules. Okay? It makes sense. Now, Maybe for some people, the emails are perfectly okay, but the phone calls are too much. I don't know. I, I, I personally am not a big fan of emails. I get way too many emails per day. I get like 300 emails per day. And the last thing I want to do is be on somebody's joke chain, um, you know, that I'm being sent funny jokes or whatever, or might be a political topic, you know, those chain mail things that you get. I get too much email. I don't want to see that stuff from my in-laws or anybody else for that matter. I tell my other people, like, save it. Don't put me on that CC list because I'm not interested. So, again, some people might think the emails are fine. Some people might think lots of phone calls are just fine. You just have to find your happy medium because they are not a mind reader. They don't know what's going on with you. And you have to educate them, right? Okay. How about visits? Um, do you need advance notice of your visit? Now, <laughs> I know if the parents are old school and they came from overseas or what have you, that's not how they roll overseas. I mean, uh, people in other countries are very community-minded and very social-minded. And, oh, you know, whenever so-and-so uh, knocks on the door and drops in and wants to have a spot of tea, you know, th the doors are wide open. Um, and that's where they're getting that mentality. Whereas in America, it's like everything needs to be an appointment, even though it's your own family. So, again, I would discuss this with your spouse and see if you do need a quote-unquote appointment before somebody just pops in. Um, you know, it's basically, are you going to drop everything that you're doing to accommodate the in-law when they just pop in? So, again, I would say... Just work all the details out. Maybe during a school night, maybe that's not appropriate because, you know, it's uh, you've got to do Johnny's homework. you got to go to soccer practice. you got to get the bath out of the way, the dinner out of the way. I mean, there's a lot going on um, on a school night. So maybe the deal is you're a little more flexible when it's vacation time, when it's school vacation time, or maybe it's a weekend or maybe it's a holiday. Maybe that rule is loosened up. But you've got to know uh, what's going to make you aggravated in order to be able to solve this. So you, that means that requires a lot of talking it through with your spouse, which is how it should be, right? I mean, you have to do what's good for both parties, and you have to make this happen. Oh, here's a good one. 
Um, are you supposed to make your kids give hugs even if they don't want to? That's a good one. Um, I would say talk it out with the kid first. You know, maybe the kid really, really gets along with grandma or grandpa, right? And maybe here the kid has no issue with giving a hug. But if you're forcing him or her to hug the in-law, you know, that might be an issue, especially if they're not entirely too close. So I would promote them getting closer to each other, right? I mean, that, that would be a good way to solve it. Or I would talk to the kid on the side to say, what's keeping you from being close to grandma or grandpa? And see what comes up and then see if you can discuss that with the adult. All right. What if they start teasing you you know, it could be about your weight or it could be about a physical attribute that they don't seem to like. Or maybe the in-law is calling you a nickname that you particularly don't like. This is not second grade. You've already been through this mess with the, the meanies and the bullies in second grade. You certainly don't need to have an in-law you know, calling you by those same names. So, again, you have to set your boundaries and say, I don't, my name is Richard. I don't appreciate your calling me by that nickname. Um, those days are done. If you call me again by this nickname, again, I'm going to have to ask you to leave and mean it. You know, if you need to kick them out of your house, you need to kick them out of your house. Or if it's a situation where you can leave the situation, you know, maybe you're in a, you know, at the park or, you know, a social picnic or whatever it is. And maybe if they have this disagreeable behavior, you can just leave them. See, this works both ways, you know. All right. So. Make sure that when you set a new goal that you inform the other party what your intentions are and give them the rule book of what this interaction looks like. Give them possibly what a good interaction or preferred interaction is and maybe give them an example of what it looks like when it's disagreeable, when it's just unsettling and something you just don't want to deal with right so you have to be the teacher here um they're not a mind reader and they actually can learn so reward them for good behavior um you know it's kind of like training a dog almost you've got to retrain them as to what is acceptable and what's not acceptable okay so if you've just joined us you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are dealing with the in-law. If you have a, a comment or question on this topic, call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about how to grieve your loss. Like if it really is not working how to grieve that loss. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's the mensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about dealing with the in-laws. Ooh, we all have difficult people in our lives, and it's no fun when that person is immediate family. It's no fun when it's a distant person and not related to you, but it's, you know, more challenging because you have to see this person on the weekend or the holidays or the reunions or the special events. So, you know, it's better to just nip this thing in the bud and get on the same page. By the way, if you happen to like our show, please show your love. Listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. The book, by the way, is Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. And as my new uh, commenter today, my new reviewer today uh, wrote, it's not just another dating book. It's so much more than that. Basically, it's a book on how to live your life to the fullest with the most amount of happiness and reduce your stress level with any interactions that you have, not just with your with your mate or your girlfriend, but you can apply these principles to any women because they are core human drives that I write about and how to navigate those choppy waters and come out successfully on the other side. So you won't want to miss that. Mastering Women, the real truth about women that will change your life forever. So... Um, as we round out this topic, um, let's talk about grieving your loss. Like if you've tried everything and you just still can't make this work, maybe take somebody who is close to the situation that can give you unbiased advice. Maybe you call someone like me. I do life coaching as well. Maybe it would only take a half an hour session to get to the meat of your problem and maybe, oh, by the way, if you want to take that option, you're going to go to themensadvocate.com forward slash coaching, themensadvocate.com forward slash coaching, and we can get you, you and your situation handled. Or maybe you have to resort to, you just have to cut this person out of your life. Um, in my case, my mother was doing a particularly annoying habit. And I told her why she was doing the habit, and she just was relentless. She would just continue to do the habit over and over again. So I gave her my line in the sand. I'm like, look, if you do this behavior, um, I am going to walk away and shut you out of my life because it's annoying to me. It's stressful to me. And while we're at it, doing this annoying behavior doesn't serve you in the least. It's not any benefit to you because you're not moving on from the situation. It took me an ugly six months of reminding her of that. Every time she would go in that direction, I would say, look, is your discussing this issue worth losing me in the here and now in the present when whatever your belly aching and uh, whatever your belly aching about happened more than 30 years ago and I don't want to hear it anymore? It's a dead issue. 
I don't want to hear it anymore. It's to no benefit. And I would just have to remind her, like, you can tell this issue to somebody else. You want to tell it to a stranger or the next door neighbor or the person on the bus. I don't care. But you can't bring this issue up with me. I'm done with this issue. And after about six months, I knew I finally had her right where I wanted her. And she goes, well, if I can't talk about that issue, what am I going to do instead? So that's when I knew that she was finally willing to give that issue up, that annoying behavior up. And she did. She never brought it up ever again. And she did move on. I, you know, it was great. So maybe you have to get to an ultimatum like that as well. All right. I think we have uh, Sherwin on the line, and he is calling from Las Vegas. Welcome, Sherwin, to the show. How are you today? Hi, Linda. How are you doing today? Very good. All right, real quickly, you have a family issue with somebody who's overstayed their stay? Well, not me, but it was my aunt, and you're right about different cultures. Well, she's a doctor, and she's German, and she married another doctor who's Italian. So talk about opposite cultures, and they're in Switzerland (laughs) with three kids. Okay, like talk about total opposite cultures, warm culture, expecting it versus cold culture. Okay, so I'm not talking when they would come to visit a couple of weeks or even a month. They would stay like five to six months, and it would like start to impact her marriage and the kids and all that. And like she was in tears trying to think of a polite way, you know, just to be nice to them. But and I said, why don't you do this since you can afford it? Offer to pay for the round trip tickets, but only make sure you pick the date for when they go and come. So now when they come, they only come from two weeks and. Everybody is happily ever after, so that's one strategy you can do if you have uh, some annoying in-laws that want to extend their stay. And uh, me, personally, I don't want to stay at someone's house for more than three days. Uh, And anyway, I just want to know what do you think are some good strategies if you have that problem, because I'm sure... Other listeners have had similar problems as well, and I just wanted to get your thought on that. And another quick one about the nickname thing, I threw a housewarming party, and uh, my cousin a couple of times would call me comrade, and I told him I'm a veteran, and I don't appreciate being called a communist. If you have to do that again, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. He thought I was bluffing. He said it again, and in front of everyone, I told him you could leave because not everyone from that country is a communist, and now it's born here and a veteran. So he didn't do it again once I did that. So sometimes you got to give a little tough love. So with all that being said, I'll just let you on your thoughts and uh, hear the rest of the show. Okay. Thank you so much for your comments. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to say to the person, there's the door and whether you do it in front of everybody or whatever, whatever it takes. Right. And uh, maybe hopefully it only takes one lesson of that for them to knock it off. So I think you did the right thing. You say that this uh, nickname is not acceptable. I won't tolerate it. So there's the door. And uh, hopefully the next time the family visit occurs, they won't be using that term again. So, yeah, I think that was handled well. Um, With regard to the party that was staying for five months, good Lord, that's a a really long time in anybody's handbook, even the the warm, friendly countries, right? Um, Maybe another option would be uh, to stay in a hotel, You know, maybe you can stomach each other, but sharing the same bathroom and running out of the hot water, the shower water, you know, these are all annoying things. Or maybe uh, this family member ate the last of the pot roast that you were planning on taking to lunch the next day. You know, five months is an awfully long time. Uh, I think two weeks is generous. And again, I would talk it over with your spouse or loved one if there is such a person in your life if it's just you as a single person figure out what the max timeline is and if the max number is two weeks uh just say hey after two weeks you have to make other arrangements whether it's moving on to the next city or going to a hotel 
or whatever your plan B is. But, yeah, I would discuss this, hopefully, before they come, before they make their travel arrangements. And like you say, a lot of airline tickets do have um, a limited amount of time. Not, not all airline tickets are unlimited, that they can return whenever they feel like it. Um, so I would nail that down. I know in a lot of cultures it's rude to ask, you know, well, how long are you staying? But, you know, you have to discuss these really hard issues to make it make it work for yourself because, you know, you don't want to go through five months of having an ulcer and a stomach ache because they're not following your rules, right? I mean, so that's no fun either. Yeah, I would discuss that before they get there. And just say, well, well what do you mean? Can't I stay the, the whole amount of time? Um, you know, maybe you have an important event um, after the two weeks. You know, maybe you have to say on April 2nd, I'm going out of town for a business trip. Or on April 2nd, I have this big event at work that I need to prepare for, so I really can't have any distractions. It's not really speaking um, to you directly. It's just that I have other things going on in my life. Or maybe April 2nd, you're leaving to go to a wedding or leaving to go to a different event or whatever it is. So just say nothing against you personally, but... You know, I have to arrange my schedule as well, and I, I would I would love to have you come and have my full time and attention while you're here. So in order in order to do that, that you're getting the most you know out of your visit. Okay, makes sense. All right. So another thing you can do with regard to uh, dealing with your in-laws is just understand how your spouse relates to his or her parents just take a step back to figure out what is that dynamic you know um, and then maybe take the time to actually get to know the in-laws you know maybe you're you've come to a misjudgment and it's not accurate so maybe the more that you know them the e easier it's going to get to deal with them all right if you've just joined us you're currently listening to the men's advocate show we enjoyed having you here today please spread the word share the word about our show we, you are listening to the men's advocate show with me your host linda gross each and every wednesday 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern time we'll catch you next week right here you're there.